0: All right. Welcome, everybody. This is the latest episode of the Level Up podcast. We've got a, f- uh, a couple things we want to get to, but we're going to focus really on uh, breaking down uh, and eliminating resistance to prospecting and lead generation. So this is going to be a fun conversation. First of all, Greg Harrelson. Greg, what's up today?
1: Hey, man, I'm just uh, excited. You got me fired up in a couple of minutes before this uh, this live recording, or, and uh, so I'm, I'm ready to go. And just, you know, my commitment today to you and, and anyone that listens is to really dive deep into uh, in, into the conversation about resistance and how do we eliminate it? How do we get it out of our minds so we can move forward and do the things we need to do to, to generate uh, business and to grow our business?
0: I'm yeah, and- go. And where this, where this came from is uh, is on, on the back end of, uh, of my podcast, we did kind of a survey of our listeners and viewers and whatnot, and, and we got a, a ton of responses. So we were able to go back and it wasn't just like a, a checkbox kind of thing. Like we got real, you know, two to three paragraph answers from agents on where, where they're at and what they're struggling with. And it's interesting because Greg, you gave me kind of a mindset shift on this because what I thought was their struggle and what they think is their struggle is not really what they're struggling with. And what I mean by that is this people are looking for a method of prospecting or lead generation that they are comfortable with, yes, as they are right now, right so without any without any mindset shift, right they want they they're looking for a way to generate leads and attract clients that fits their mindset now that they feel comfortable with, so let's go deeper into that and why is that not the real problem okay, so um,
1: let's just say. I'm gonna give you my opinion, <laughs> which I always do, because I guess I don't really know what's going on in everyone's head, but based on it, uh, really dealing with a lot of agents and coaching and training them through the art of prospecting, that whole conversation, here's what I found, is people are exact, doing exactly what you said, they're looking for a method of lead generation or prospecting that feels comfortable to them. Now, here's the the challenge what determines what feels comfortable to them is what I find is the issue and what we need to really, the conversation that we have to dive into in order for an agent to have a breakthrough and really be inspired to go out there and do lead generation strategies like prospecting. So let me tell a story first about me. You know, I remember, and I would say it's probably, I'm going to say fifth grade. So I'm going to call myself 10 years old at that moment. And I'm sitting at the dinner table and um, we're having dinner and my, the phone rings my dad answers the phone. I hear a little bit of a kind of a, an angry tone. My dad comes down, sits back at the dinner table and says, it was a salesman. And he said, I remember him saying this, um, not only at this time, but I think he's repeated this a few times in my childhood. And he started talking about how salespeople don't even deserve to live, like literally, like salespeople are scum. They're out to get you. They're just out for your money. They're all about to take. That's the conversation that I overheard my dad have when I was a child. And I respect my dad and love my dad. And it's funny that my dad ended up being a fantastic salesperson and his two sons. And I'm going to self-proclaim that I'm a pretty good salesperson. But my brother's a great salesperson. We're all salespeople, right? But it required me to break through the perspective that I had on salespeople in order for me to go ahead and prospect. So in other words, when some people are thinking about what's comfortable, a comfortable method of prospecting, like expireds are not comfortable, you know, for a lot of people. And the reason is because I think in 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 most of our childhood, we heard telemarketing's bad. Salespeople are bad. So when you hear I've got to go Prospect, I got to go make outbound calls. The association with that activity is the label of salesperson that was given by my father. So if I'm going to be a successful salesperson, then what I've achieved in life is to be the slimy person that my dad described a salesperson is. So therefore, guess what? I'm not comfortable being a slimy salesperson. So therefore, I won't engage into that activity. I will say, I'm not really comfortable with doing that. It's not the doing of the activity that people are finding comfortable or not so comfortable. It's the perception. Of the doing of that activity, and when you change your perception of the activity, it becomes more comfortable to do the activity. Yeah, man, that was Yo, a lot. I, I know I said a lot there, but makes when, I, sense, though.
0: when I'm when I'm dealing does. with that's these, what people, people are dealing with.
1: I mean, and that's why it's so hard. People want to say uh, they don't. People don't want to say I'm a great salesperson. Yeah, they want to say oh, I'm a consultant. I'm an yeah. advisor. I'm mm-hmm. a this, I'm a that. No, you're a salesperson. Now here's the second thing is what are you selling? And I think that when you, another perception, an issue that I think people have in the area of their perception of their doing is that some people perceive that you're going out to make calls because you're looking for listings so you can just get commission checks. Well, when I was being coached by Tony decello, gosh, what a, a great man he is. And everybody knows Tony DeSello if you've been in the in the coaching world. And he's like my second father. And there was a time where I was doing, I think I hit 316 deals closed two years in a row. The exact same number. Holy cow. Yeah, like like, how do you hit that? Like if you made zero two years in a row, that'd be more likely than to do 316 <laughs> right. two years in a row, right? So – And we identified, we got a problem. And here was another problem that we had, is that at that time, and he was working, coaching with Mike Ferry at that time, at that time, all of our goals were based on money. 300 deals will get you this much money. Like, what's your goal, Greg? My goal is to make a million dollars. Okay, well then how many deals is it gonna take? It got to a point where, let me go back to my dad, not only were salespeople bad, but my dad thought rich people were bad. Rich people, like people that have money, the way that you accumulate money is you'd like take it from other people, right? So we had some, I had some concepts that that I grew up with that showed up later on in my business as challenges. And so we started talking about why am I hitting this plateau? And what we realized, is that my mind was programmed that the more money I make, the, the worse I am. Like I'm becoming a bad person because I'm stepping into that area monetarily that only bad people get to. So here's what we had to do. We changed the way that we set goals. And instead of setting goals, uh, I wanna make 100,000 or I wanna make a million, we set the goal based on how many families we wanted to serve. So when my dad, now the same kind of dad that would tell you that people that make a lot of money are really taking, taking advantage of people. So whoever would say that, by the way, would be like, my dad did grow up, not grow up, but my dad was an adult in the 60s in Berkeley. California. Okay, so
0: understand. Okay. That, understand that might help, right? Yeah, there's so a help, Rich
1: people are really bad and you know and all this other stuff. But it, it, neither here nor there. He's a wonderful man. And and that was the, the things that I heard as a child. So of course I'm not gonna want to make call people because I'm thinking I'm a slimy salesperson. Of course I'm not gonna want to accumulate wealth because then I become a, a, a bad person. But when we flip the script. And we says, we're no longer going to set goals based on money, how much money Greg's going to accumulate or make. And we started talking about how many families we were going to help, how many families we were going to serve. Then, I ha- then it became a duty. My duty was, there's never going to be a number of families that I can serve that's good enough. I can always help more families. I have a duty to keep going and help more and help more and help more. When that became my perspective and my became, then it became my mission. And then actually prospecting was pretty easy to do because prospecting was a form of contribution and it was how I was going to serve more people. So I got over a resistance of prospecting when I changed my
0: perspective. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So in, in other <laughs> words, you were linking, I, I'm ju- yeah, I want to bring this down and kind of, I guess, break this down into, into like Tony Robbins terminology a little bit. Um, so you were linking pain to the act of prospecting based on, I guess what he would call a, you know, like a, a mindset perspective. What you needed was a key distinction Mm-hmm. Which, which Tony DeSello gave you, right? So the key distinction was it's not about the money. It's about the number of families you help. And if you can focus on that. So in, in other words, you, you change, once you got that perspective shift, then every day you're waking up and the goal is not X number of calls to reach X number of dollars. There, you might still have a call number goal or a contact goal and you still track your numbers in the same thing, but the motivation, 100%. right? So the, the tracking is the same, but the mentality is the end goal of the pleasure uh, and the satisfaction and the inward reward of helping that increased number of families.
1: Yeah, so like when is enough enough? Okay, if it's a monetary goal, there's an answer. Mm. If it's a contribution goal, there's never enough. Okay. When's enough Absolutely. enough, Greg? I mean, when are you gonna have enough money? Well, uh, like now, I mean, <laughs> right. what, what do I say to that? I, I don't know, I mean, now I guess. Because okay. <laughs> sure, I got way more, if we're going to monitor it like that, I got way more money than I need if I go and replay the tapes that my dad and I, you know, or what mm-hmm. I, I share, what I was listening with my dad, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, but when somebody says, well, you know, at what point will you help enough people? Yeah. And I'm like, there's never a point. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes my duty people always are asking how can you sustain this long to and and to stay so focused on these methods of lead generation because these methods of generations is how i contribute to consumers right period mm-hmm. and that's that's it matt that's when when i when i'm bringing in agents okay to my my team to my company and i sense resistance i immediately Say to them, man, did you ever have a family member, a dad, or mom that like, you know, like always told you that telemarketers are bad or that, you know, (laughs) I mean, all of them say yes.
0: Yes. (laughs) Right.
1: Okay. Well, and and then and then I say some are, but that's not what you're doing. And then I go into this conversation. And when and the ones that can grasp it all of a sudden, a weight is lifted off of their shoulders and they feel stronger and and, and have more courage and confidence to go in and make these conversations. And by the way, your tonality and your voice inflection will totally change in the conversation because you're coming from a place of contribution. You're actually coming from a place of a give versus coming from the place of a take. And you want to be more effective at lead conversion, uh, contacts to listing appointments, appointments to listings taken, come from the place of contribution. Now, how many people are going to be uncomfortable helping others? Nobody that's listening is going to say, Yes, I'm uncomfortable with helping people. Yeah. They it. are going to say, I'm uncomfortable with harassing people. Mm -hmm. But just understand that harassment is an interpretation of a of of you overhearing a conversation when you were 10 or 11 years old and you didn't know how to handle that conversation. So you use that as a label and you haven't let go of it yet. For all of you out there, let go of -hmm. that interpretation, adopt a new interpretation of what you're about ready to to embark on and get into action.
0: Love it. All right. Well, let's finish out this, uh, this little mini episode here. Uh, Greg, just let people know how they can uh, reach you.
1: Pretty easy. Greg Harrelson at uh, gmail.com. I'm here to answer any questions. This, by the way, is another example of me being a contribution mm-hmm. to the real estate industry. We don't get paid to do this. Mm-hmm. We're actually paying to contribute, but that's mm-hmm. my duty.
0: Yeah love it and then guys if you want to stay up with the show and especially if you uh if you like these kind of mini episodes where we go deep on a specific topic let us know subscribe to the show youtube itunes and stitcher uh send me an email matt at pursuingresults.com to let me know if there's any specific topics that you'd like greg to go deep on so that i can bring it to him and uh, we can riff on that so for now we'll uh, say bid bid you adieu and put a nice little bow on this one and uh, we'll move on to another topic